expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 31 points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,309 on turnover of 2.98 billion NT. The TIEX joined other regional markets and lost ground on Thursday following a slump on Wall Street overnight after crude oil prices slipped on expectations that supply might outpace demand. The Centers for Disease Control says more than 6 million doses of this year's publicly funded flu vaccine have been administered. According to the CDC, that total includes nearly half the island's population, aged 65 and over. CDC Deputy Director General Philip Lule says since its rollout on October 2nd, more than 6 million doses of the flu vaccine have been administered, and 49.8% of people aged 65 and above have been vaccinated, which is just shy of the government's goal of 55%. As of Thursday, 561,000 doses of the flu vaccine purchased by the government remain unused, and the CDC says it will consider purchasing additional doses of the vaccine based on demand. This year's flu vaccines were purchased from suppliers Adimmune, TTY Biopharm, and Medigen Vaccine Biologics, as well as from Francis Sanofi. Free flu vaccines are available at contracted clinics and hospitals island-wide. The International Federation of Journalists says 2023 has been an unprecedented year for the number of media workers killed on the job. The organization that represents journalists worldwide says today that 94 media workers have been killed so far this year, and almost 400 others are in jail. Deaths in Israel's war with Hamas surpass those of any conflict in three decades. The group says that 68 journalists have been killed since Hamas's October 7th attack on Israel, averaging more than one a day. They account for 72% of all media deaths worldwide this year. The group also says that Ukraine remains a dangerous country for journalists almost two years after Russian troops invaded. In the U.S., a judge in Texas has granted an emergency request allowing a woman whose fetus has a fatal diagnosis to receive an abortion despite the state's near-total ban on the procedure. Texas is among the states that have enacted strict abortion laws since the Supreme Court ruled last year that abortion access would no longer be protected by the Constitution. Iris Spitzer reports. 
The Travis County District Court judge sided with the mother, Kate Cox, who is about 20 weeks pregnant and had requested that her doctor be exempted from criminal prosecution for performing an abortion. Cox's fetus has been diagnosed with a genetic abnormality that usually results in miscarriage, stillbirth, or death soon after birth. Cox's case is one of several legal tests in Texas and in other states which have made abortion illegal in most cases following the Supreme Court's decision to overturn the Roe v. Wade ruling last year. The Texas Attorney General's office has said it opposed the exemption and could still seek the intervention of a higher court. Iris Spitzer, San Francisco. And environmental watchdogs have accused a Mexico-based startup of violating international trade law that protects the endangered Totoba fish. A health company called The Blue Formula sells a powder containing collagen taken from the fish online to countries including the U.S. and China. The powder is designed to be mixed into a health supplement drink. But on Thursday, a coalition of environmental groups said exporting to Toaba or its parts violate an international convention on trading endangered species. Totoba fish bladders are worth their weight in gold as a delicacy in China. Advocates are also concerned the startup could be selling Totoba that has been illegally caught in the wild. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.